0: Activated. It's Freaky Friday on the Goblin Stompcast. Yes, today I switch bodies with my father and I sit in front of the television with a giant pepperoni and some cheese with my shirt off and then I come to the table that way. No, that's crazy. Don't do that. But that literally is what happens in my my dad's house. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, guests are often shocked at the state of undress of my father at the dinner table. He just loves not wearing a shirt. What can I tell you? He's not an attractive guy without a shirt. <laughs> so I don't know why he's showing it off, but that's the case. If he, was a, if he was a D&D character, what would he be? I guess he'd be a barbarian. I don't know. I, I feel like he's a little, he's more like a thief than a barbarian, but what sort of thief doesn't wear a shirt? I don't know. I guess, uh, a thief who doesn't have a lot of pockets to put shit in. thats <laughs> crazy. I'm making myself laugh. Uh, so what's happened this week? We started off the week with a bit of a podcast. We're going to end the week with a bit of a podcast. Um, Wednesday nights, fantasy grounds, a D D first edition game. Let's talk about that. So, so I talked about Celestian last, last time. He's the fellow who, uh, Created the AD&D core rule set. and Now, the second, first edition, second edition rule set that's official on fantasy grounds. And somehow, he of the twenty-one people who listened to the podcast, he listened and he uh, he knew that I was trying to move my campaign from the AD&D core to the second edition rule set. And I, I thought that I was going to have a lot of work in front of me, but uh, super helpful as always. Gave me a great tip about uh, editing the XML, the campaign.xml file to open 2E as opposed to opening in AD&D Core. And it was a simple edit, and boom, everybody was there. All the characters were there. All my content was there. Uh, I mean, I, you know, we had a pretty good game. I, I didn't see one crash. I didn't have one weird error thrown. Combats were... You know, technically smooth, I guess. I mean, maybe not smooth for the players who uh, ran into a bit of trouble with some goblins and some flind. Because you're not using enough flind in your campaign. You don't even know it. You're not. You're, you're fine. You're like, I'll throw goblins there, and I'll put some orcs here, and maybe I'll throw some knolls over here. But you're ignoring the flind, my friend. Use the flind. Anyway, uh... So that that went very smooth the transition and like I said I just made the edit and boom I was playing and uh, we had a mostly a full house four out of five and you say uh, which included a new player uh who I'm happy to to welcome uh he was great uh he was how did I I I think he uh tweeted to ungamey swordsman and then I caught wind of that I I had a mention and uh we were on the Discords, boom, he was playing. It was great. Easy peasy. Couldn't have been simpler. And he was great. It was great. He's playing uh he picked up, what did he pick up? A wizard? I forget what he picked. Yeah, he's playing one of the available wizards, I think. So he didn't even have to spend time uh building a character. He's certainly welcome to down the road if he tires of the wizard and he wants to build his own or whatever, fine. Uh who, who was absent? Hobbs was absent. He was busy being a responsible adult. How dare he? No, he was hanging out with his uh, significant, potentially better half and watching some hockey and great. Good on you. I, that's, you know, you got to make that time is way more important than being online and playing some games. It's not that games have no importance, but, you know, if you ignore them long enough, they'll just walk away. That's not good. You don't want the angry, better half. So uh, so that went on. Uh, the guys, I think, did incredibly well. Uh, we got pretty far. We had some nice combat. We had some nice role play. And it was two and a half hours well spent. And we're coming up uh, on an AD&D game on Sunday. Yeah, AD&D. Again, all the time. Why would I play anything else? I don't understand. I don't want my clerics throwing bolts of energy. I don't. I don't want everybody to have like forty-seven shots at not dying. I want people to really feel like they're on the edge. You know that it could happen. Hell, uh, we had a heavy man down uh, on Wednesday night, zero hit points, uh, starting to bleed out. Would have been bad. Got pulled back. Uh, was uh, was uh, forced to swallow a fairly hefty potion of healing, uh, which brought him right back. So, yeah, I mean, death was right there. I was rolling crits like a madman. I, not on purpose. Just, you know, Fantasy Grounds, it just rolls the dice. It's, it's random. But I randomly rolled, like, three or four crits. It's crazy. And so Saturday, Sunday, which we're supposed to get some pretty wicked rain. That'll be a good day for a long AD&D session. Everybody on board. That's three players at the table. I'm um, hoping for a fourth soon. And uh, those guys playing in the same game world. So uh, they're not going to cross paths. Uh, they're in different, slightly different parts. They're close. They go, they, I'm in the car and you heard my keys. Um, they, they could potentially cross paths at some point. But right now, that's not in the stars. They're, uh, they're in different towns slash villages. Probably several weeks from one another in the game world.
1: If they're listening, they're going to know that.
0: Maybe they'll try to find each other. I don't know. Uh, I have some things planned for that game that I hope will be good. With a longer play time, we definitely get a lot more accomplished on the Every Other Sunday at the Table game, which is fine. I mean, I, that, I want to devote that level of time to my live, you know, my in real life games. I think that's important. Uh, I think that's really where I feel my hobby time being best spent not that i don't love fantasy grounds and playing online i do but i think there are few people who would disagree that playing live is somehow not better than uh playing online playing online is a fantastic option for when that's your option you know people are crushed for time and it's hard to make real life commitments and that's why, because I've made this Sunday commitment, I'm willing to spend so much more time. And I, I I don't know that I spend more prep time, honestly, although I will say that prep time is easier on the online game because uh, everything's available and i don't have to flip through pages or look through, uh, you know, not a lot of handwriting. And I guess I could probably build something in Fantasy Grounds and print it out and use it for my real life game. But I don't. I like to do it the old fashioned way. I put the books in front of me, you know, I put the notebook in front of me and I get to work and, you know, I I would definitely say though, it's probably several hours through the course of the two weeks. And that's the nice thing about every other week, by the way, I know some people are hard on, you know, more frequent gaming, but as a DM with limited time, as an adult human being in the world with my mortgage and my car payments and my my son and now Augie the doggy and, uh, you know, the work and everything else family that you have to, you know, two weeks makes, makes for a good amount of time for me to think about what I want to do with the party or where I would like them to end up and then have time to really put, you know, put some things on paper that whether it's random encounters that I just want to throw in or, you know, that they're, they're choosing a direction in which to travel and do things. Um, So that's it. That's my week in gaming. I want to flop back though to um, my conversation online or my brief exchange online with Celestian when he helped me. He also mentioned that he'd be interested in doing, uh, he's probably listening, right? You're listening. Uh, Maybe willing to do an interview. That would be great. I would absolutely like to spend time doing that. I think that um, I am, a hundred percent interested in why and how he got started with programming that rule set. Uh, I'm also very interested in uh, how he was uh, approached or how he approached someone to make the transition into an official rule set, which I think uh, there are a lot of people who'd be interested in. I am not a programmer. I do not think that I would ever want to build an extension, let alone, Uh, a full rule set but i am eternally thankful for those guys who do that work and who enjoy it Uh, i think they they get some accolades but i think they don't get enough credit for the work that they do especially when they're consistently updating the work so uh, there's a a vast list of people um i could mention but they know who they are who are doing the work you know the um, the the extensions especially are great you know they really do help you customize the rule set. but anyway yeah so an interview uh, potentially in the future uh, assuming we can both find some time to do that and uh i'll try to contact him next week and see if we can't schedule something because i think people i know i'm look i don't care maybe people are interested maybe they don't care that's fine i care i would like to have a conversation with them That's the end of that. What else is going on this week? Pawn Shop? I don't know. It was the week of the first. May 1st was Wednesday. And as usual, it was a mad rush for people to get their stuff out. They got some money, uh, their government check. And they came running to the shop to pull everything out. And, uh, And then yesterday, May 2nd, started to see things coming back in. That's not uncommon. I mean, I don't know what their bill situations are. I don't know what they have to pay or who they have to pay or where they spend their money. But I know that one in two days after the first of the month, you begin to see the trickle of the faces of people who took their things out and they're like, here I am again and I'm putting it in again. And I always try to make that not painful for people. They, they're they hard on themselves, I think, people, and they see it as some sort of failure that they have to bring uh, a piece of jewelry a ring whatever back for another 30 or 40 dollars for another few weeks or the month or whatever but there's no real sh- i don't think there's shame in it i mean i work there every day i don't feel a sense of shame or sadness uh in that i mean there are things that i feel somewhat down about at times but uh, with regard to work but they should, you shouldn't feel if you have to make a payment on something, if you have a valuable item, if you have to go to the pawn shop and take a loan because, look, no bank is going to loan you 50 bucks. And, uh, you know, it's anonymous. So Your friends, maybe you don't want to bother them. Uh, maybe you don't want to feel under them. And look, uh, you know, Laertes, right? They were a, neither a borrower nor a lender be. It's tough. So uh, you know, I always try to make light of it. And I'm like, ah, it's just, you know. It missed the it, it, your jewelry missed the safe. It missed its friends, they're all in there. People laugh. It's fine. You know, there's no reason that there should be stigma uh attached to going to the pawn shop. I know there is, and I know me saying there shouldn't be will not be some sort of magic wand or uh, you know salve or bomb that's gonna fix that problem. Uh uh-huh. but and look, none of those people, none of the folks that I uh, that come into the store they're not going to hear this podcast they're not going to hear me talking about it but for anybody out there who's in a tight jam you know, if you have a pawn shop near you those people they're not trying to take advantage of you it it feels that way it seems that way but we're all in every state governed by a set of laws and regulations we can't we're not loan sharks we we you know, we can only take x amount in in interest and just as an example of uh, uh, let's just say a $20 loan on a piece of jewelry, uh, the payback in the first 30 days on that is 2350. And that's, you know, I don't think crazy. Uh, and the most that loan would ever be, uh, let's see, 20, 25, 25, I think it's like $28 maybe. And that's leaving it in five months. That's not insane. I don't think. If you need the twenty dollars, if you need to eat. Uh smart, repetitive pawners, they know that the first thirty days, that's the time, you know. If you've put something in on the fifth, take it out on the first. Ah, hot tea today. Don't wait. Nothing really exciting. I mean, it has been a busy week at the pawn shop. I don't I you know, I, I did tweet out earlier this week a picture of a, a hideous tooth. That a woman brought me. So if you uh, if you don't follow the Goblin Stomper Twitter account, maybe you'd give that a look. You'll find it. And she brought in, you know, I've gotten like uh, gold teeth before, where the, the there's no teeth. It's just like the cap or the crown or whatever, the row, whatever they hand me. But this o- older lady, I mean, very old lady, she came in. She was giggling like uh, like you know, Baba Yaga, and she handed me a tooth, like an actual whole root and all it was grotesque i was i almost threw up in my own hand and uh, at the end of it was a gold cap and it had been on there so long that i couldn't pry it out even with uh, a couple of needle nose pliers so i handed it back to her and i said listen if you want to go home and smash this tooth out and bring back the gold i'll be happy to weigh it up and, and pay you for it but i can't get it out of here and i can't get an accurate weight on the gold so uh but there is a picture of it and you know Maybe you don't want to see that, but maybe you do. Maybe like roadkill or horrible violence on television. You really, you want to see that. So if you just filter through my Twitter feed at Goblin Stomper, you'll see it. Uh, have no fear. It was like a relic, you know. I think I'm going to include it in the game. It was great. That doesn't happen a lot where I get something that comes in the pawn shop that I think has a immediate connection to my game life, but this absolutely 100% did. Uh, I I don't know who or where I'm going to put this tooth. I don't know how I'm going to stat it out. Feel free to uh to yell out some stats. Maybe if you're in possession of this tooth, you can speak and comprehend any language. Hmm, that's pretty potent. Um, ooh, Facebook message. Uh or maybe this tooth lets you cast spells oh maybe it's a spell casting tooth. maybe it has a couple of spells in there that are i don't know what spells sleep maybe the tooth puts you to sleep uh maybe the tooth gives you a horrible toothache i don't know maybe you have some ideas you can throw them out at me i'm gonna listen and then uh, that's it that's really that's that's going on. so probably there'll be Uh, A fresh cast on Monday. I'm I'm sure that my Sunday game will be interesting enough to yield something. Saturday will be Avengers Endgame Day for me. Please don't spoil that in some sort of comment that makes me angry that I've listened to it. Um, But I am somewhat excited for that. Uh, You know, we couldn't get seats last week. It was a shit show at the theater. And so we've just tried to avoid the Internet's. And uh, and make sure that we could get it done, so I don't think any of us has had any spoiler My son maybe has uh dug for a spoiler, and he's not talking about him um but my better half and I we have stayed away from it, so it's one more day, so hopefully we don't have to you know, it doesn't get ruined ruined and that's it. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you do some gaming. I hope if you haven't seen Avengers you you know get your chance to see it i won't spoil it for you i may say it was good or bad surprising or unsurprising i don't know but i will try to be as kind to people as they sort of have been to me and that's it uh have a great weekend guys i will talk to you next week game on